Hello, welcome to Conversations at TheWholeNote.com. Uh, I'm David Perlman for The Whole Note, and I'm here with Douglas McNabney, who was uh, our very first guest yes, in right. our studio. So, welcome back. Thank you, David. It's you, very nice to be back. You're a first repeat visitor. Right. And you're in town in the, in the throes of preparing for the seventh annual Toronto that's, Summer that's Music correct. Festival. Yes, we've just actually today received our brochure. We're ready to go public now. With, Shall we uh, do a show and tell <laughs> the brochure? This, this is I, the handsome and whimsical this year's Toronto Summer Music Festival brochure, which thematically has a continuity from last year. Yes, always with uh, the, the really great uh, sort of iconic artwork of Charlie, Charlie Pactor, who's uh, sort of his uh, uh, scenes of streetcars in Toronto has uh, really become, I think, uh, our, our image now. We were right. looking for Toronto summer music and we had this huge uh, brainstorming session to try and say, well, how do we how do we manage to sell Toronto summer music? You know, and what what's our angle? And well, there we go. We have absolutely. We have Toronto, a Toronto skyline. Yep. We have those subway cars of Charlie Pactor, and uh, we have the sun in the background and uh, a little bit. the music. Uh, uh, the staff of music, so it's all, all together. So thematically linked to last year's brochure as this year's festival is thematically linked to last year's, I assume? Very much so. Again, mm -hmm. it's a kind of a continuity. Last year we looked at uh, the birth and the origin of German Romanticism, which right. is really where the Romantic era uh, began in the literature of, uh, mm -hmm. of Germany. And it was very much in the music. And uh, when you look, it's a kind of odd how there was so much music that was truly uh, all uh, coming out of Germany and Austria. It was Mozart, yeah. Haydn, and then Beethoven. And uh, so Romanticism was very much a sort of a Germanic uh, kind of uh, movement in its, uh, at its beginning. Mm -hmm. Then uh, sort of the nature of Romanticism and its, uh, some of its characteristics, which is sort of glorification of, of folk elements and back to nature. These kinds of elements then uh, develop very naturally as the movement spread into uh, other parts of Europe. And this identification with folk elements, bringing folk elements into the music, began to establish a more interesting kind of national style. In, so in we're all moving the away from Germany this time in terms of the that's colonization right. of Europe That's by right. German romanticism. That's right. As uh. the romantic movement spread across the continent now and uh, developed a sort of more distinct national kind of characteristic mm. in each uh, style of music. So. so who are the composers who are coming into well, this or is it... Uh, oh, it's, it's all the greats. So if we're looking at Russia, of course, we're looking at Tchaikovsky and Borodin and Rachmaninoff. Mm -hmm. uh, we go, we'll be in England with some uh, Elgar and Bridge. We'll be in France with Thore and Chausson. Uh, we even have a little bit of Italian Romanticism, which for us is interesting because we're, Italian Romantic music was really almost exclusively opera. Uh, very little mm. in instrumental uh, music. But Although we do have all the best German writers went to Italy to do their German writing. That's right. So, and they so. were all writing opera as well that came from right. Italy. 
And uh, we're also in Bohemia, of course, with Dvorak and Smetana and... Uh, uh, so it's a good it's, 19th century name for the place, I would yes. say. So, <laughs> right. um, so in terms of the continuity of, of artists, are we going to be seeing some of the same and some new? Or is, is, how's how's it, it working there? It's one of the challenges, I think, as, a, as a, somebody, you know, you're trying to tie things together, you're trying to make an interesting festival, but uh, it's striking the balance between continuity mm -hmm. and uh, something new and original. So we want to have uh, several artists that are really familiar, that have become friends of the festival, uh, certainly really well known in Toronto, like the Griffin Trio, who did right. a spectacular job last year of the uh, complete Beethoven trio. So we're having them back this year for the first time in mm -hmm. Kerner Hall. Ah, so they're coming to Kerner. Yes, so oh, the Griffin nice. Trio, I'm really pleased. We get, we're How many are you doing at Kerner this time? We're up to seven concerts in Kerner Hall. At Kerner Hall. Yes. So we have uh, the Vienna Piano Trio coming back, right, the I Nash Ensemble yep. coming back uh, from England, they did a fantastic job last year, right. we had to have them back. And the new uh, artists we have this year, we have uh, the Borodin Quartet coming to uh -huh. do a Russian program. Uh, we have the Zuckerman Chamber Music uh, Chamber Players coming to, uh, to join us for the first time mm -hmm. as well. So we have this great mix, I think, of familiar faces and new ones. So right. the, the public is going to be both reassured and delighted at uh, seeing these So that's guests. the public. And in terms of the academy that is still part of what you do, yes. obviously this is not just... A not just a summer music series for audiences, but it's bringing together not young students, I take it, this time. That's right. The Academy, we revamped a little bit last year to, to really focus on this new, uh, younger generation of uh, artists who deserve some sort of platform and uh, occasions to gain great experience uh, mm -hmm. besides uh, beside their mentors, these artists that we bring in internationally. And uh, we really, I think we really, uh, we, we struck gold last year with this formula. Yeah. So, we, the, so the, the mentors are, are, are festival putting artists. their money where their mouth is, so to speak, right. yeah. but yeah. they're not, they're also working in concert with that's the correct. people that they're mentoring. As part of the Chamber Music Institute, we pair the guest artists with three or four of our young uh, fellows. And uh, this year we have our concerts called Mentors and Fellows. Okay. It's a series on Saturdays. Saturday afternoons, back to back, 4 o'clock and 7.30. And a chance wow. for the audience to mingle at, uh, over dinner as well. And uh, this series really was, a, uh, last year was a, was a huge hit. And uh, I think we're going to sort of capitalize on that uh, this year by, by having it all in one day and the people can come and see this amazing energy right. really, of, of a, a, you know, a, a world-renowned artist who's been playing this repertoire for years gets to share it with somebody who's playing it for the first time. Right. And it's an incredible experience for the young artists playing it for the first time, especially in Toronto in such a, a visible kind of uh, ideal sort of a platform to get their first exposure publicly. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the same time, the energy of the, uh, the artist who's perhaps played this, I don't know how many hundred times, and then, wow, yes, just that, that ah. flavor. Oh, yes, that's oh, what it's like it to play. I've never heard it that way before. That's right. And this is how it felt that first time. Uh -huh, aha, yeah, that, really, that too. That it's a wonderful energy. Yeah. Uh, like a recording artist revisiting their own recordings later on. Um, 
And uh, the thing that I, the thing that's one of the things that struck me looking at this is that um, last year you could actually kind of get out of town in between, but this seems much more tightly knit than than last year's. A shorter right. period, but only a couple of days in the week to to just go and be silly. I think Sunday that's, and Monday are about the only correct. two days. Off. Dark days. Two days. Yes, two to dark days. Do something that's not well, only fun but good for you. That's right. Day. Well, we did. <laughs> it's a number of. Uh, uh, there's a number of issues, but we were we were looking. It's first of all, it's very difficult to sustain public interest and media interest, especially over a long period of time nowadays. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we look at most major festivals in an urban setting, uh, like TIFF or Luminato or any of those, it's usually ten days to two weeks. Right. And that's the typical model in a city. When you go out into the country, then you have summer seasons at places like Ravinia and Tanglewood. Mm -hmm. That's a different uh, kind of context. So we're, we're focusing now more on this idea of having a festival that, with a lot of activity, uh, more compact and more happening. And I think it will be even uh, more interesting then to attract people from out of town because now they'll be able to come in and stay for three, four days and take in several activities. Uh -huh. so, I think and, it's and get some continuity from one activity to another? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. how is it going to work with, well, give me the name, one of your, one of your, your mentors who, a typical kind of, somebody says, oh, I'm interested in that person. Well, how about Scott St. John? I'm okay. really pleased that we're bringing back Scott because okay. he was such a fixture in Toronto and he's such a wonderful musician. And uh, Scott's coming back for the, for the week. And uh, he'll be playing uh, a concert with the Griffin Trio. Right. He'll do the Dvorak Quintet, a great piece. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really nice to sort of bring these uh, friends uh, back sure. together that know each other, worked so well together in the past. Bring them together to do a, a Dvorak uh, piano quintet with Steve Dan, another good friend. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be playing all together, all the mentors, on uh, Friday night, a concert uh, just amongst themselves. And that'll be with the Vienna, members of the Vienna Piano Trio, right. Steve Dan, and uh, Shauna Ralston will be joining as well, and Mark Fewer, a, a lot of sort of friends from Toronto. We're right. calling this the Toronto Reunion. Ah. We're putting them together on Friday <laughs> night. And uh, then don't, don't let them take the wrong streetcar <laughs> or you'll be in trouble. <laughs> Get, make sure they go to the Duke after the concert, yeah, right. not before. Right. And uh, then we're, uh, we have everybody then working with these young artists on Saturday. So Scott, okay. throughout the whole week, he'd be, be for the whole week, will be rehearsing every day with the young artists and then with the other artists to present the concerts Wednesday and Friday, and then it all comes together Saturday night. So it's a very full week for somebody like Scott, but uh, he's really looking forward to it. And this is a, a, mo a, a sort of a mode of work that's very dear to Scott because he grew up at Marlborough, which is the same kind of principle. Okay. And so for him to come back to uh, Toronto and participate now in this kind of experience is uh, really important to him, and we're really thrilled to welcome him back. So one of the elements uh, dear to my heart, the uh, master classes, uh, what I saw in the brochure, the, f the phrase fly on the wall, you know, <laughs> yes. where people like me like to go and watch someone torn to shreds and then healed again. That's you know, right. It's like a faith healer uh, meeting. It's, well, we uh, really have you, are you 
finding a balance with that between terrorizing oh, yes. the students and actually oh, so. making it useful? Yes. So well, what's going to happen this year? There, well, there are occasions, of course, depending on the artist. But this year we have Gerald Finley, oh, who's yeah. Canadian bass baritone, probably one of the top bass baritones on the scene internationally at the moment. Mm -hmm. He's fantastic. Just did a recital in, uh, at Carnegie Hall that uh, just the, the reviews were out of this world at the same time he was singing for the Met. And uh, he'll, be, he'll be doing a, a recital uh, for us. With Stephen Rawls, Yes, right? yes. Mm -hmm. uh, long, who, Stephen was one of the people who helped him, uh, Jerry right, along sure. at the very beginning. Sure, so it's wonderful Albert to see them. connection, yes. the reconnection. It's and great so. to see them back it's together. Lovely, yeah. And uh, he's playing a fantastic program of, of German uh, lead. And actually, through folk song and how lead art song led to folk song, and then folk song became part of the sort of language of, uh, you know, people like Britain and that as, mm -hmm. as well became very formalized. It's an interesting program, his yeah. uh, trip through that. And then the following day from his recital on the 18th of July at Kerner Hall, he'll be giving a master class for the young artists in the Art of Song program. And okay. this is the other, we have a Chamber Music Institute and right. the Art of Song uh, program. With overlap in the, in the weeks between those? That's correct, at the same out. time. Same yes, time. at the same time. And they all get together at lunch at Massey College. I mean, it's a really fun group of people. But we have four pianists and eight singers in the Art of Song program. And it's an okay. opportunity for them to really delve into this world of art song in complete uh, isolation, no more opera. There's lots of opera programs out there. Most of them are making their mm -hmm. living doing opera or will. Uh, so, but to really center in on art songs, which is a kind of the equivalent, the vocal equivalent of chamber music mm -hmm. in instrumental music, right, as opposed to the large forms, like it's very, very intimate uh, uh, sort of art form. Both of them were uh, sort of born in house music kind mm -hmm. of uh, environment. And uh, this is amateurs making music together in 18th century. If you wanted to hear music, you had to make it yourself. So, right. And these two art forms really complement each other very, very well. And uh, we're happy that uh, we've got people like Gerald Finley who are there for the week to teach mm -hmm. uh, in the first week of the Art of Song program. In the second week, we have Craig Rutenberg who is one of the uh, world-renowned vocal accompanists and happens to be the director of administration, artistic administration at the Met okay. as well. So this is an opportunity for these singers to do art song, make connections with people like uh, Craig Rutenberg and get it from uh, like the advice from somebody like uh, Gerald Finley is, mm -hmm. is, is, is an opportunity that can't be matched anywhere else. Mm -hmm. so. And for the, for the student who hopes for opera, the ability to hit the ground running the way the art song requires you to is a pretty yeah. invaluable, intense it training. Is. And so. in, as part of this program also, we have uh, Christopher Newton coming to join right. us. Uh, who was the artistic director of Stratford. From, from Shaw. Uh, Shaw Festival, pardon yeah, me, for, the la for 25 years. Right. And uh, he is just, uh, but he loves music and in particular art song. It's mm -hmm. something that's very, very dear to him. And he does uh, a session on text analysis mm -hmm. for these singers. And that's what it's all about. The music, an art song began with a text. The composer began with a right. text before he said it to music. And so a singer, when they're preparing art songs, should really be starting with the text as well. And that's why somebody like Christopher Newton can get the, the, the students, these young artists, thinking about the text, the, what every 
word, the significance of every word and how it goes together. It's because it's not about the sound. And for many artists, or young artists, it's, it's about the sound of the voice all the time, and it's not enough about the actual significance mm -hmm. of the words. And so we have Christopher Newton coming to Goo, two sessions, mm. talking about uh, what the text means and what the sentiment is. And, and right. then we talk with somebody like Gerald Finley about right. what's necessary then to communicate that sentiment, to crystallize that sentiment. You've only got two minutes in a song. You right. have to find that sentiment and then you have to communicate it completely. Uh, and full fewer like minutes that, so. than we've had for this, but we're going to run out of time here in, in, in a few. Um, this, so this sounds, it sounds as if for, for those of us who are city bound, um, there's a chance to just live on the streetcar, but to really follow through for a three, four, five day period where there's a continuity and, and diversity of, of stuff to do. Oh yes, there's something happening every day now. That's the difference in the festival. So except for our two dark days where people get a chance to breathe, yeah. we have something every day, more than once a day. Looking forward to it and looking forward, I hope, to getting together with some of the people that you bring in oh, here pleasure. in the studios at All Unfolds. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you, David. And thank you all. We will see you again. Bye-bye.